0: Have you checked how much fat is on Steve and the Gazelle lately? It's off the scale, <laughs> Excuse me, have, you know I've lost seven. All right, right in the, in the past, music. Baby. All right, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Ab Fab, your fabulous digital pub landlord of that You're digital such a pub. You've just All right, hey, Cut it. Who do you think you are, Joey Barton? Give it up. All right, <laughs> now. This is Jonathan Starkey, a.k.a. Abflab, or Abfab, whichever we way you want to go. We have
1: <laughs>
2: Abflab.
0: Yeah, Abflab of that great digital pub called Cheshire Matters. And we know we have Steve on the show tonight because he's so rudely butted in so he doesn't get an introduction. Statsman, say hello. Greetings, Earthlings, and a big greetings to all our lovely listeners. Indeed, indeed. And the Gazelle, a.k.a. Trevor Nichols. How's your back passage, sir? Uh, Getting better. Getting better. I'm waiting for the sun
3: to come out so I can give it a good trimming. (laughs) Yes, good evening
1: ladies and gentlemen, hope you're going to have a great new year, I'm just going to butt in and we're taking no more trouble from this pork pie face here this evening, hope you have a great year, hope you can get through this, it's absolute madness and an absolute horrendous experience every week
0: See what I mean, he's so rude, I mean I like Joey Barton, I'd rather have Joey Barton on the show than him, I'm telling you Okay, it can what be you, arranged. Can it? I mean, I think it would be great. I, you know, he's trending on that right now. He's trending on Twitter at the moment, isn't he? I'll send him a message. Yeah, say, so, say, so, do you want to come on our show? Because we'd love to have you on our show. That'd be great. Yeah, I'd like that. In place of you, Steve. No, in place of you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, all right. It's um, it's a crazy, crazy old world at the moment. At the moment, there's so many different things going on. I mean, obviously, everybody has felt the impact of the post office Horizon scandal, and that's going to be featuring on our main story this evening. But let's go into a few of the stories that are going on in the Landlord's Roundup. In the world of the Conservatives. We need some Roundup to deal with you. (laughs) Well... In the world of the Conservatives, they've got a problem because Labour could now vow to cut income tax and national insurance contributions at the election. Now, how is yeah, he going to do exactly. that? Anybody got any yeah. any ideas how he's going to be able to do that? He's I mean, that's a, it's a, the tax burden at the moment on people in this country is just crippling. It's crippling them. I mean, look at me. Look at my arm. <laughs> I mean, I Can anybody lend me a fiver until I get straight? <laughs>
3: Yeah, I mean we could uh, we could use that old uh, the old system cut my tax and money from the rich and give it back to the poor. The Robin uh, Hood. Oh, the
0: Robin Hood thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Can you well, see
3: that happening? No. no. Can you see Starmer doing it? No.
0: Well, there was a bit of a debate
1: on the TV today and and various things. The the, the general idea is that they want to start sort of um, in, in, uh, uh, use the word uh, in brackets, encouraging people who are able to work to go back to work and reducing the benefit. Uh, liability well
0: then if you want to do that the what you've got to were. do is repeal the polygamy laws that tony blair brought in which allowed the muslims to have more than one wife because that's how they're getting so many kids and claiming so much benefits so i'm sorry but there you go there's the first fundamental point that you got to do so let's get it across to Starmer before starmageddon <laughs> according to trevor it shouldn't
3: there shouldn't be any but look at me, you shouldn't, be, you shouldn't be marrying three and four wives in this country. It's not part of the, the no, culture of the country.
0: No, I want 42. <laughs> or no. is it 70?
1: 70. I,
0: mean, I think Mrs. Starkey might have something to say about it. Oh, that. she'd <laughs> be pleased about it. She'd say, get lost, go ahead. You're staying with her this week. In fact, if you've got 70 wives, you've got, you've got one for every week of the year. Does that sound really bad? <laughs> 70 weeks in a year, he doesn't know. No, there isn't it. 70 weeks in a year, but you've got spare, haven't you? You know, so if somebody's not ready. You know, if you only need 52 of them. One you, away, should be a, you should be a football pundit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, in case one breaks down? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <I> no, that <laughs> feeling. That's right. Yeah, and if another one doesn't pass the MOT, well, then obviously you pitch a bid in for the next one.
1: You not liken women to cars needing MOTs. <laughs> this is the falling language.
0: Oh, what? What do you mean? Some are more comfy than others. We can assure you.
3: <laughs> anyway, all right, well, let's move been that you, Steve, on. Having five husbands,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nana Akua, she's she's really going on about this woman, Monroe Bergdorf. It's a man, it's a what trans woman? woman who is representing men. Uh, sorry, women. She's been she's been now made. The United Nations charity has made her the representative for women. Go ahead, Mark. Best person for the job. Really? No. How how can that be? It's a question. (laughs) No, I mean, the best way to empower women, she said, would be to give them senior positions such as this one. But perhaps UN Women UK believe no woman in the country can do the job as well as one who was born a man? (laughs) It's clown world. That's just well, it is
3: clown world, isn't it? I mean, you know, if you want to, basically, if you want to change from a woman to a man, you need some balls to do that. I'm telling you, <laughs> telling you, Doggone <laughs> gone quiet. What's that <laughs> oh.
0: <It's> just... mean? <laughs>
3: That was Matt Muckley. (laughs) Just us, Nick.
0: Oh, God. That's the only music we can play. That's the best one. That's got got to be the clip, the snippet of the week (laughs) to put on TikTok. Mark, get edited. Compose, compose yourself, man. <laughs> oh, right, here's another one. Richard Littlejohn, he says, here's an idea. Maybe the Tories should stand down in favour of Reform UK. Trevor, go ahead. <laughs> hey! Littlejohn.
3: John, it? i call, I call him Little Big John. Big John with that idea.
0: Wow. He's, that's what he's saying. <laughs> I think that's they should what step- he's saying. I can't I get over step- that last
3: one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think they should step down in place of a three-legged donkey, to be honest.
0: Well, well, anybody I mean? can rule the country better than what's going uh, on at the moment mm-hmm. and whatever the potential is. All right, here's another biggie. Andrew, Prince Andrew has become a dangerous oh, yeah. liability. Become. <laughs> <laughs> that is the question. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Is he is he being uh, taken out of royal duties now, for sure? What what's happening with that? He's
3: been out of him for two yeah. years, hasn't it? Royal duties.
1: No, is it is it being you know formalized and ongoing? Is it not gonna change?
0: No, he's he's out. No, no, it's getting worse, isn't it? For him He's not gonna be he's not gonna be back. That's
2: he locked himself in a room, hasn't he?
0: Because he's on that Classroom. list Classroom. I mean somebody Classroom, yeah. <laughs> somebody else is on that list as well. Uh, I mean, wow, it's starting to um, open up quite a few things. I mean, considering what's going on, you know, in this country, you know, Islamic ideology, you know, gender ideology, the Epstein list.
3: I'm amazed Gary Glitter's not on that. I'm not not, not seeing his name yet. No.
2: Well, be be careful with the lists you see online by the way nadine doris is not on the list <laughs> that was that was another list of i think people who got COVID at the time <laughs> half the world's on it she's like oh what my God. <laughs> yeah that came out last year sometime that was uh years ago
0: yeah well okay well this is a this is one and it could only happen in america inside houston Now, you're listening to this. Houston, we have a problem. No, it's no problem. Houston has already (laughs) said the problem's been solved. Grand jury declines to charge hero vigilante who shot and killed serial thief Eugene Washington inside Houston, Takaria as he was walking away after robbery. So what happened was, you know, he was in there. This guy was uh, committing a robbery.
1: Where um, where was this? Sorry, John. In
0: Houston, in a Houston restaurant.
1: I oh, was so right. I'm just wondering which part of Cheshire is it? In the Alvanley, this.
0: Yeah. It's what? Is what? It's on the just on the outskirts. It, yeah. Where where is this? Is it <laughs> in the no, or now? This Nambwich wouldn't in happen Cheshire? in Alvinley. What actually happened was, this shooter took this guy down and killed him in the restaurant, and it turned out that the shooter who whose gun was fake. But the grand jury have turned around and said, "No, we're not going to indict this guy. We're not going to do anything with him. That's it, gone." So he has no charges to answer for for protecting the rest of the public. So Good. how about that? That's called justice. I now, think. can you imagine anything like that happening in this country?
2: No. Now the, the wokearati would kick off on Twitter, wouldn't they? You know, so he'd be literally Hitler. You know, for defending your family and people, and yeah.
0: Well, they said, the grand jury said that they've no-billed the shooter, meaning no criminal charges will be filed against him in relation to the incident, Harris County District Attorney's Office said in a statement. And that's it. So, you know, this black guy goes into a restaurant to go rob everybody, and this guy, he's got a, a gun, takes out the gun, shoots the guy, kills him. And that's it. Now, this guy, nobody knew that it was a fake gun. No, so in fear he'd been real, couldn't he? Yeah. In fear of it's his life mountain. and for the lives of the rest of the people in the restaurant, he shot him. Therefore, end of story. And the jury in Texas said, he's got nothing to answer to. That's it. End of story. Good. So, you can't it.
2: go and check say, excuse me, sir, can I just check if there's bullets in your gun? Is it real? I'll
0: look
1: down the barrel to see what's going on.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it it isn't going to happen, is it? Can you imagine what it would be like if somebody took out one of these kids in London? Because Sadiq Khan is hes just trying to normalise knife crime. Well, there was
3: a fella in the bank the other day, that was in London, and he said, uh, the bank robber turned around and he said to the one of the captives in the bank, he said, have you seen my face? He said, yeah. So he pointed a gun at him, shot him in the head. It's
0: unbelievable.
3: Point blank. And he turns to the second bloke. He said, "Have you seen my face?" He said, "I didn't, but the wife said she's caught a glimpse." (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: terrible. Uh, If there is any such thing as justice, there you go. You can see it in action in Houston, Texas. So there you
2: go. Maybe people are just getting a little sick and tired of not getting any justice from the people who are meant to implement the justice and so are taking things into their own hands.
0: But there again... And to be
2: honest, if, if you're allowed to carry a weapon in a certain parts, then that means you're carrying it for a reason and that's to defend yourself, your family, your property. You
0: know. I, I think, think we should damage. push for gun laws in this country so that we can have guns. Yeah. I think we should. You know, because I'm sick and tired, the police do nothing. I mean, you've got no chance in your own house. If you can be done for injuring a thief or somebody coming to um, steal property from your house or create damage for you, and you can be done for attacking them in your property, then there's got to be something wrong with the laws in this country.
3: Yeah, we've got to get back to the Englishman's uh, house's his castle, haven't we? We've Correct. Got
0: to do. Magna Carta. Got yeah.
3: to back to the
0: Constitution before yep. they started yes. tinkering with it. Indeed. Well, it leads us nicely on to robbers, thieves, the post office, and Horizon. I'm talking
3: about Parliament's coming back this week. I thought that's what you were going to say. <laughs>
0: Post Office Horizon Scandal, the biggie, which has been highlighted because of the show, the ITV show. Now, it wasn't the ITV show. The ITV commissioned it. It's a show that's been made by a production company, and the writers are the ones that actually have done the clever job there. They've given a brilliant portrayal, and the way that they've curated all the facts and put it into four programs... Has been absolutely brilliant, brilliant writing, and they coupled it with the correct use of the right actors and actresses to do it. Area
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. excellent.
0: You know, it was good. Go ahead, Steve. What well, do you want to say? Because I'm going to give yeah, an explanation I, I, of it first.
1: I agree with what you're saying there, but in, in my mind, first and foremost, I think the real credit goes to um, uh, Mr. Bates and all of the other people who got together. To fight this uh, individually at first, uh, as they were doing so, I agree. A- I
0: agree, but let's let's give a description of what it is exactly. Well, okay, I'm so appalled
1: that- by the, some of these bandwagon politicians who now oh, want yeah. to look good on the back of public opinion. Okay. okay, okay. To say that
0: between 1999 and 2015, the post office prosecuted because they have their own ability to prosecute. Did you know that? I think that's under review. Oh, yeah, that's going to be be under review. They prosecuted approximately 740 sub-postmasters and sub-postmistresses, an average of about one a week based on information from a computer system called Horizon. Now, what it was, was the Horizon system was making out that they were actually taking more money than they were so it made it look as if they were actually stealing from the post office. And so many of them maintained their innocence and said they'd repeatedly raised the issues with Horizon at Fujitsu. Um, Some of them went to prison for false accounting and theft. Many were financially ruined. After 20 years, 20 years, campaigners won a legal battle to have their cases reconsidered. A public inquiry is ongoing, but many victims are still fighting to have their convictions overturned or to secure full compensation. Now, that system was a system that was put in for the post office and developed by Japanese company Fujitsu for tasks like accounting and stocktaking. sub postmasters complained about bugs in the system after it falsely reported shortfalls, some for many thousands of pounds. Some attempted to plug the gap with their own money as their contracts, stated that they, the postmasters and the postmistresses, were responsible for any shortfalls. So they went bankrupt, and they lost their livelihoods as well. And (laughs) this is no joke. The Horizon system is still used by the post office, which describes the latest version as robust. I don't think I'd have any confidence in it, to be honest. I tell you.
3: I don't think they'd ever try that again, would they?
0: Well, what can I say? Comments, please? I mean,
3: the side, the downside of this as well is the children going to school that were called, they were bullied at school because yeah. of the parent. They said your parents are a thief and all that. lot. I actually know somebody who started up where the Warrington Hospital is right across the road. They started a spy shop there with a post office in it, and she was accused of embezzling money out of it. I don't know the story behind that, but she she left, she was sacked. But that springs to mind straight away, and it's somebody I know quite well. I don't know the full story behind it, but she had to leave because it was said she was stealing money from the post office. Shocking, isn't it? Yeah. What
2: I want to ask, though, is why does it take a flipping TV programme to get them moving? No, well, i'm not exactly. being funny andrew exactly. bridging called for a judicial inquiry i think that was in 2015 so again was he being ignored like he does all the time
0: yeah
2: look i think this is this is another one and we talk about this all, all the time accountability so ed Davey was the minister at the time this was on his watch he needs to be held accountable not for running a poor political party that even i can beat but for this do you know what i mean this is shocking Vince Cable, I saw today, he he seems to be saying, it's no good pointing the finger at just one person. It's about the victims. Uh, No, sorry, I don't think so. My opinion, he's covering his own back and the back of his mates. Everybody involved needs to be held accountable. Lawyers, civil service, post office, politicians, CPS. Do you know what? I think they all need to receive the same treatment as the postmasters received. Because only only that way, John, will they actually learn a lesson. Stripping them of of, of honours and CBEs, that is not good enough. You won't learn less lesson that way. But this, again, is another quick example, isn't it? Turning a blind eye. We had the rape gangs, Hillsborough.
0: Yeah.
2: The Iraq war, lockdowns, Epstein, Lucy Letby, Crumbling Schools. I could go on and on and on. But no one ever speaks out. They all cover each other's back. And, and this is just another example of these and government it just departments. Go,
0: it just gets Systems John, yeah. Failing, the whole, failing miserably. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Fine yeah. examples why, why with we're broken. The
3: post broken? office, but, but mean it particularly being the post office, it should have been stamped out.
0: <laughs> First class. <laughs> That's terrible. That's a terrible. Go Comedy ahead, timing.
1: <laughs> I just want to make the point. I, I, I don't think all of these people involved in this fiasco, uh, which resulted in these uh, people being prosecuted and treated the way they were, should be treated the same as the post office staff who would accuse worse, maybe. And the reason I say that is there is a distinction because the people who were accused, people who took the lives, people who were sent to jail, people who had the lives ruined and the reputations dragged through the mud, did nothing wrong. No. Yeah. And yet, politicians failed them, the system within the post office failed them, and people failed them who got it wrong or either did serious potential wrongdoing, which resulted in hundreds of people having their lives affected as destroyed.
0: Not affected. Destroyed. Destroyed.
1: While some people lost their lives, there were suicides involved. There was one of them health. was from our own town. Absolutely. And and as far as I'm concerned, um I think the book should be thrown at these people. Honors should be removed. Prosecution is sought full compensation and the clearing of names to all of these people who are victims of this, and there should be a full inquiry, and we should stop this stupid nonsense, this stupid nonsense of people going on the telly, as they are doing now, and use that infernal phrase, lessons should be learned from this.
0: I don't want to hear that phrase again, ever. No, accountability. See, they knew at the time that there was something wrong. There were tests done on the systems before and they knew that there were issues there. Now, when the postmasters and the postmistresses started to come up with it, don't forget, Fujitsu has got a a reputation because they've been working and they've got systems in this country and they've been doing very well out of the UK economy for years. So there was that to consider. The second thing to consider was what the hell did Paula Venels know about what was going on? I mean, this woman cannot deny any liability to what's going on. Also, she's a woman in the church. So what happened, what conversations went on between her and the Church of England, especially with Archbishop Welby at that level? want to know about those conversations there. What did Archbishop Welby know about this? And the Conservatives, I mean, I was hammered on Twitter the other day because on behalf of Cheshire Matters, I said that this is all on a Conservative watch. And somebody said, you you know, you made some great points, but you spoiled it with a Tory bashing statement. Well, the truth of the matter is is that the Tories knew what had happened, and they knew this was all bubbling over, and what they needed to do at the time was to act straight away. Because don't forget, who was one of the main Tory MPs working on behalf of the postmasters and the postmistresses? It was Arbuthnot, and he was MP at the time, and he's now been made Lord Arbuthnot. Go ahead, Mark. Yeah, I mean, it would have been obvious there was
2: some technical issues going on. But what would have been more obvious was hundreds of people who so sud- it were all fine one minute and then so all suddenly turned rogue and was stealing from them. Yeah, Do you know, it's like Lucy Letby when I'm on, we don't have this many dead babies. Something's not right, and someone needs to act straight away and get in and fix it. But again, it's just left out. There's no problem. There's no. How can you say there's no problem when hundreds of people all of a sudden? Yeah just decided to turn rogue, did they? Yeah. I don't ah, think the so. Thing is, It's so someone, suspicious. Go on, ah,
1: But the thing is, they were all being told that they were the only, only ones. ones.
2: Exactly. Complaining someone knew, and making yeah. out there was an issue with the system. So someone and, knew, didn't they, Steve, that they weren't oh, the only ones? Oh, Who oh, were yeah, they? Somebody they somebody need somebody to be held accountable thinking. to. Absolutely. Yeah, and It's the
1: same old thing when anybody cl- complains or raises a legitimate issue to a local council or body. Oh, you, well, you happen to be the only one. It's just you. It's just yeah, you.
2: but what I they're like, doing... To, to deflect from that, Steve, is like you just said before, that what they're saying is, oh, no, it was everybody's fault. It was a collective error. We'll all learn from our mistakes. No, 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 no. Sorry, you don't learn like that. Well,
1: that dilutes the responsibility and accountability
0: and, we, and liability. Been. That's what the Lib Dems are Correct. doing on, on the TV
2: today. Yeah.
0: You see, what it's, what it's actually showing up is it's showing up the dirty underbelly of lawfare and self-interest at our highest levels in this country because they knew that the individual postmaster and the individual postmistress did not have the resources to fight them. And one of the reasons why they were forced to pay back the money and some of them were made bankrupt was to take away the resource. They know this. Magic Circle solicitors and also... What's the matter? They've gone sleep. <laughs> Magic Circle solicitors, and also the, well, basically the barristers, they know how to actually mount a fight to squash somebody. Now, those people who were defending the post office, every one of those solicitors, every one of those barristers, every one of those people that were given opinion, they need to be taught a lesson. You can't allow them to keep on getting away with these things especially when a a crime of this stature goes on. And you can't keep on letting the, the, the law and the law society and all forms of lawfare should be equal between both sides in an argument. And we don't have that fairness in this country. It's an underbelly. And it's making people realize we don't live in such a nice country as people think we're living in. Go ahead, Mark.
2: CPS, they must have realised something was going oh, on. Oh, yeah. You are telling me all of a sudden nothing was happening then and the CPS get hundreds and hundreds of similar cases, a bit out of the ordinary. I wonder how many times they get hundreds of things just coming in and saying they're all doing this.
3: Yeah. What I noticed just, mm. just a quick update on that. It never went to the CPS. They were all public prosecutions. Yeah, they,
0: yeah because the post office have the ability to bypass the CPS yes. and go straight because to a prosecution. Somebody asked that question, Mark, that
3: you brought up then. Why did the CPS not notice it? But apparently the system that they had, what they used is they they took out public prosecutions. So it didn't go through the CPS. That must have been done for a reason. Private prosecutions, were they really, mean.
0: Sorry. No, the public o- the, 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 the post office have the ability in themselves to act as judge and jury.
2: Yeah, but isn't there someone like the CPS for them to say, yes, you've got a case or no, you haven't? Otherwise, they'll just take any whole thing. And it's, uh, uh, it's just, that's that, how they got away with it. But that's not how our legal system is meant to work. Ah,
0: that's after the fact.
2: Uh, ah, yeah. So, okay, so basically they're not actually being tried and convicted by a proper court of law. Correct. So they had not really done anything wrong. No,
0: nope. and that's no. why they're, they're saying that they want the cases quashed. Yeah, it's like when you're getting fined by these 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 parking companies, they've got no right
2: to find anybody. Yeah, absolutely. In our constitution, you've not been found guilty of a crime before you've been fined. This is my, this is my major
3: concern with Parliament. I keep saying this, I've said it over and over again. I'll find the figure, I don't know what it is, but I reckon it's something like 70% of the MPs in Parliament are actually solicitors or barristers. Aristers. Yeah, there is quite a lot, yeah. There's a hell of a lot, and I'll, I'll find that percentage and it'll be very, very high... But you've got you've got lawyers making our laws. That can't be right.
0: No, and also marking their own homework. Mm. Exactly, well, that's what they're doing. The Law Society, uh, I mean, the Solicitors Regulatory Authority, are a joke. I can tell you that now. They are a joke. They just uh, basically they give 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 their solicitors a slap on the wrist and say must do better. I mean, that's the
3: it. whole system again is broken right through courts. It's showing you it know, up. We, we mentioned it last last week. NHS, courts, police, everything, and the courts, and you've got the you've got the you've got the barristers in 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 Parliament ruling on barristers. Yeah, you has got to be a bias there. Uh, you yeah. can't you can't yep, have that.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. You
3: can't have it. There has to be a bias.
0: And what are we going to do about it? You know, we got well, get reform UK in simple. <laughs> That's if they will do it. Trevor, can you guarantee that they're actually going to change a system that's been in operation for many, many years?
3: No, unfortunately, I can't, no. But you've you've got to start with the the voting system. I'm I'm sick of saying this until I'm blue in the face. It's my mantra at the minute.
0: You're not going to change anything until you change the voting system. What I'm sick of is when somebody knows that something is wrong morally and they know that it goes against moral justice... They have people that are continually finding and citing case law to find ways to get out of their responsibilities and liabilities under the law. And this is what the people, i.e. the public, don't have the ability to actually look at and articulate. And that is one of the main problems. And if you do not have access to legal advice at the same level – that these people are working at, then quite simply, they will always win because they'll find a reason or they'll drain you of resources and yeah, bankruptcy. Exactly. that's
3: what they do, yeah.
0: And so that you don't have, have the ability to fight back. Uh, and yet, they will give legal aid to all these illegal migrants that are in this country mm. till the cows come home. But normal, everyday people, like those postmasters and the postmistresses, what could they get? It sickens me. It absolutely sickens me. Uh, The Conservatives, Labour, all of them, they are all to blame for these things that are going on, and I want the civil servants involved named. I want every single one of those people that were in at that level, at that high level, and the advisors to Blair, Mandelson, and the... Brown and the incoming government, I want them all named in this. Go ahead, probably, Mark. Probably Cummins. I've kind of found some figures on what Trev was looking at.
2: I tried to find them for the 2019 election, but the uh, Freedom of Information request went on for about an hour, so I guess they don't want to give it to them. But in 2010, someone's asked, and it looks like, let me see, almost one-fifth of the House of Commons had the legal background. So one went, fifth that's
3: only 20%. Yeah, I thought it was more than that. I thought it would have been.
2: It said 119 of the 650 either studied or practiced law before standing for election in 2010, but then again, that could have changed and got more or less. But
0: what is it, it in, the, in the Lords?
2: Oh, I don't know, I'd have to look more into that. That would be, I did that would be more, a more recent figure, but it, it looked from that freedom of information request that they were getting nowhere with it. So, well, it puts a 20, bad 20%, taste. Uh,
3: that, that it's, done. Still, it's
2: still too high.
3: 20% doesn't ring with me. It's still no too way. high. It's every, everybody I see on there. I know, and everybody having been involved with Helen Jones, uh, Fiona, uh, Bruce, uh, Starmer. They're all, in, it doesn't add up at all. I'm talking about people I know.
2: Well, that was compiled by the uh, the BPP University Law School.
3: Yeah, so the BPP, yeah. Well, yeah. well, they get in contact with you when you stand. I've just had a, a an email of them now asking what your occupation is, what you you know, blah, 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 and all that lot. And it so, says
2: this is 40% higher than the last parliament, so it might have increased again by now. But I'll look more into that because either way, that's still too high.
3: <laughs> well, well I, I mean, mind. 20%, that stunned me, that, because I thought it was well more than that. Yeah, no, I did, actually. I mean, yeah. that's just the first thing I've,
2: I've, I've found quickly looking, but... Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: I really wanted the freedom of information request that would have given it a more up-to-date figure on the last election, but...
0: Well... As it is, are we going to be able to get to the bottom of it? No, I doubt it. 25
2: right. years later always, isn't it? Yeah. And then do they really still get to the bottom of it? Is there really going to be accountability? Someone will be made an example of, and then we'll move along and pretend lessons have been learned and everyone will get away with it.
0: No, it's just, it can't be that way yeah. anymore. You know, I'm yeah. sick of it. I sent off a communication to an MP who wouldn't be named, and I said... You know, they tried it with me, uh, the major, major publishers tried it with me to frighten me into actually not voicing concerns about things that were going on in the industry. Now, we're talking about less than a thousand postmasters and postmistresses. The music industry has been manipulated for the past 40 years, and yeah. they've known about it. And there's 160,000 musicians who have been manipulated. And they, people don't realise that you know the majors are in control in this country and they're controlling and manipulating the markets. And I don't even care. The majors tried it on with me and I told them, I said, if you're going to do anything, get me into court. Let's go. And they said uh, nothing and never heard another word about it. Go ahead. Go ahead, Stats.
2: It seems the more people who are affected and the more people who are involved causing it, Unless anyone wants to fix it, oh, loads of people were infected and loads of people were involved. We'll uh, move on, learn lessons.
3: Well, the first no. thing I'd do tomorrow, if I got into power, if I got Rishi's job tomorrow, I'd make, I'd make law that anybody is accountable. Yep. Yeah. I would make that law. I would get it written in the books. You've it's got to dad. have accountability. It's seven levels. A every level, right it's down got... to councils. Yeah. It should be the morally correct decision, Trev,
2: shouldn't it, really? Yeah. We shouldn't happen to be writing laws about everything. It should be right. No, no. no That's some shouldn't. accountability, but it's pathetic, isn't it?
0: Well, See, Steve hasn't said anything for quite a while, so let's let him open his mouth. Go on, Steve.
1: Yeah, sorry, Chad, we have to. the I lost connection there, but I I, I agree. Uh, as we've said many times on what, this... between your uh, brain program.
0: and your mouth?
2: Well, no. That was lost a long time ago. Uh,
1: I, I think we've said it many times in this... Program before on many issues, there is absolutely no accountability. And the culture in this country appears to be to reward failure massively. And people walk away with their honours, their their, their acknowledgements, new jobs, their their rewards, their pensions, and all their peripheral benefits intact. And uh, the, the trail of devastation that can sometimes emanate from uh, massive failure. Uh, No more clear in the situation we've been talking about tonight, where hundreds and hundreds of people's lives and their associated families have been absolutely trashed. It appalls me. It's it's a damning indictment of how this country's system uh, is operating. You notice I didn't say working because it's not working. No, it isn't working. um, I'm afraid to say... Uh, I think it's a, a shameful um, stain on this country in terms of what's happened to these people. Um, it must be—it must be absolutely horrendous to know that yourself, as an individual or a partnership, as it is sometimes running a a post office, or and many hundreds hundreds of other people, know full well in their own minds that they have not done a single solitary thing wrong and they are having their lives dragged through the hell. Mud, the mud. And the consequences, I mean, nothing, I mean, I, nothing, uh, I mean the, 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 the wider ramifications of how all of this has affected all of these people's lives is
0: horrendous.
1: But for some of these people to have um, been driven to the point of taking their own lives... Four is, of them
0: have taken their own lives.
1: It's It's catastrophic. Absolutely catastrophic, and to see this charade being played out—that um, you know—that uh, there should be accountability, there should be this, that, and the other—and calling for uh, people's honors to be removed. Yes, I agree with all that. Well, it turns out yeah. investigations—a proper investigation, not a public inquiry. Let's get let's cut to the chase. There should be people sent to prison and stripped of their pensions and shame. Yep, yeah, absolutely. I I totally agree with so, you yeah in fact know. if you think about it, I'll finish with this. If you think about it, you know uh, as we've done many times over and Mark listed some of the previous examples of various situations, serious situations uh, of people's lives being affected and the the issue being kicked into the long grass decade after decade and yeah, we've yeah. seen this repeatedly if there is an if there is a single solitary issue, a case where the tide should be turned on public accountability and the system in this country actually working for the people and providing decent services, proper accountability, and upholding the moral compass of this country, then this is it. Yeah, These Uh, people should be the turnaround point, the tipping point in this country where people in this country say, enough is enough. enough. This is final.
0: Let's have no more of this crap. I mean, it would be great to see if... Instead of an election, we had the great majority of this country take out a class action against the Conservatives, a legal action to turn around and say, you're ruining us. We don't want any more migrants in this country. You're ruining us. You're causing us a problem. I want to take a legal action out against you. Could you imagine what would happen to this government? Well, Would you you imagine what would happen to Parliament?
1: Well, just one second, Jonathan. We've touched on this in the past. Now, uh, we have mentioned uh, common law, we've mentioned the Bill of Rights, and we've mentioned many things. Now, um, what people fail to realise sometimes is that uh, there is a prospect of that, and it's worth publicly stating now that public figures could have class action uh, uh, taken against them, and you could issue commercial liens and seize their assets. There is nothing stopping massive action from the consensus against people who are operating against the country and its people. And I'm talking about legal, or uh, sorry, rather lawful processes through those uh, means to do exactly that. These people seem to walk away scot-free.
0: Yeah, there's no and, liability. I mean, can you imagine that woman? Right, Paula Venels, 2019, she got a CBE. Now, she was an Anglican priest, a non-stipendary Anglican priest at the Church of St. Owen in Bromham, Bedfordshire. Can you imagine how that woman, she knows that those poor people, their lives were destroyed. And yet, she carried on. What she should have done is she should have just handed back the CBE.
3: They're asking her to do that now before they take further action, but she's not doing it.
0: She should have done it voluntarily. It means exactly. nothing. It means nothing
2: if she's asked to hand it back, does it? It's like being asked to apologise. It means nothing.
0: No. I've got my she point. should volunteer it. Same with Ed I, Davey. I mean, anybody voting Liberal in this next election has got to understand that this guy did nothing for these people. Does anyone still vote for them? Because even I beat them. (laughs) I think, to be honest with you, this is the
1: the most prominent example to me of how far this country really has lost its moral and ethical uh, compass. It really is uh, the perfect example uh, as such, for the wrong reasons, um, as to why this country does not work Work. in a proper sense. And... um, I'm finding it rather appalling, actually, that every politician now in creation seems to want to come out of the woodwork, have a little interview on the television and say those pleasant little soundbites to look good on the back of a huge public wave of discontent over the matter. I find that level of bandwagoning. Uh, appalling. My question is, of course, naturally, where were all of these people when these people were seeking natural justice and a proper investigation to clear their names? Does where it, was everybody then?
0: Yeah, does it not give you a feeling of why, you know, somebody like Donald Trump kept on saying, "Let's drain the swamp." Yeah, easier said than done, though, isn't it? Yeah.
3: I, I, but but hey, is he found out?
0: Yeah, and you can see what he's going through
2: now. The problem was, as people called him a dictator, so he tried not to do anything that resembled that at all. And like he'd say, "I'm I'm putting Hillary in prison," and then he went, "Oh, you know, I'm I'm not like them. Let's leave it." And they came straight after him. Bit naive. I'm hoping he's going to learn the lesson. Someone might learn the lesson this time and totally change it and just go full nuclear like the Argentina fella.
0: Well, let's hope that he gets back in because as soon as he gets back in that's going to cause a seed change in the way that this country operates straight away.
3: Like Mark said, then you've got the Argentinian fella. You've also got the um, the, uh, the Dutch fella as well, G- Gert Wilders. Gert Wilders.
0: He's, done, he's <laughs> doing a great job. Yeah, but it is starting to change, isn't it? Oh, yeah. The worm is definitely turning. I mean, we're starting to see uh, the undermining of all this trans ideology, all this gender ideology. It's starting to... People are starting to call it out, and also woke. They're starting to say, do me a favor, get lost. Now, the next big thing will be, let's get rid of this Islamist ideology. I saw some videos on uh, Twitter which showed these people saying that they will protect Allah first, Islam second, and their families third, and the country doesn't even feature in it. And that really, that, that absolutely drove me nuts. I mean, what the hell are we doing? Inviting people like that into this country? You know? We don't
3: invite them. We didn't. Yeah, we they
0: didn't. came over here. I mean, they're doing it via
3: the boats, et cetera, and all that lot. I've, I've just seen a, a report just before we came on air. A, a report about, uh, oh, what was it? 300 flats. They were built and they were... Going for,
0: it, I, I yeah 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 yeah.
3: Fourteen hundred pounds, a month. month, and the local there is going bananas. They're doing all sorts of protests because they're now shipping in three hundred migrants, migrants into the into the in brand there.
0: new apartments. Who the hell does this government think they are?
3: I mean, you've got council housing at, at record high heights for for, for you know for the, uh, the the people of our country, and you've got everything. Yep. There'll be so
0: many things that are wrong, and then the shipping in 300. Why are they giving them preference over right, the indigenous people in this country who've been waiting for years? What is the agenda? Oh, because it's wrong. Because it doesn't make sense. That's, it's got why, to be an agenda. that's why the majority shouldn't think about an election. They should actually take legal action against the government and just say, we're not having it. End of story. We don't want this. And every time the government does something, initiate a group legal action against the government and say, no, we're not going to do it. And it would flood the courts. The courts wouldn't know what to do. Something has got to be done. Yeah. And just say, no, that's it. And if they did something like that, oh, my God, do you think they'd move quick? Go ahead, Steve. I think,
1: by and large, people in the country now um awakening to the fact that our... In brackets, government is not necessarily anymore a government um, which is elected by the people for the people to serve the people. I think by and large now people are they're realizing. They're being
0: seen as evil. That's what they're no, no, being no, seen as.
1: No. Just, just one second. What I was going to say was the fact is, I think people are realizing that there are much larger organizations over and above nation state governments which are influencing western and global policy making and influencing and dictating to nation state governments to initiate and implement those policies which in many countries now the people generally speaking are increasingly waking up to and not happy with i mean. The, the exponential growth of powers of the World Health Organization, the World Economic Forum, are, as an example, uh, indications of of many policies which are uh, overruling uh, government choices. So in reality, electing people at local level and uh, at national level is not really where it's at because these people, in my view now, well, it's becoming self-explanatory and self evident that um, our, our governments are merely puppets for... Um, international organizations and global organizations, and yep. people need to wake up to that. That's what—that's the reality now.
0: But I, They're just puppets. I'm getting—I'm—I'm I'm getting seriously, seriously pissed off with this government. I—I I would encourage people to actually take legal action against their MPs, against their councils, uh, against. Ooh,
3: I'll do that. I'm up for that.
0: You know, against against the government. Uh, you know, I—I I don't see any reason why warfare can't be used. By the majority of this country, and that would certainly that would certainly show the Muslims that they're in a minority. What well, have you seen? What
1: they're doing in France? What's going on there? No, no, but, no. Go ahead. Well, there, there are protests by the farming community, as as always, and quite often the fishing community there. But the farmers—they're literally spraying uh, government buildings uh, with tons and tons of manure they're blocking roads uh they're they're, absolute, they're just not having what's going
2: on uh, going on in france they're not i think that's the Ger- I think it's the germans but it spread to holland as well but it started oh, yeah. in holland it started in holland went it's, to germany back to holland the french are probably involved too yeah
1: it's in france i've seen it in france. All right, good. it's all it's all over the place but uh holland because of global policy which is what i was saying earlier um and um uh, instructions to start dramatically changing the way they're farming. Flipping heck, Holland, they're not having it at all. Um, yeah, well, same- I can't see
3: where that's going to get them. That's a load of crap. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that going to get them? It did. It did the actually, the government
2: in the Germany, they actually changed the policy. They didn't have a choice. They blocked all the motorways and the roads and, as you say, sprayed muck everywhere. So they literally uh, brought everything to a standstill.
1: But the French and uh, increasingly, Holland—they're—they're they're big on this. They're not just not having this this uh, dictatorial sort right. of international policy making taking place over and above their own government, and the government's simply following uh, the narrative, which is really what's happening now in Western countries. They're just, as I say, they the puppets, uh, and they're just following what they're told elsewhere. And we've—we've yeah. uh, we've got these groups that fly around the world uh, to. To change global policy and tell the world how they're going to live in the f- in the
2: near future, and people need to wake up. They do, mate. I think we need to grow a bit of a spine like some of our uh, European cousins there, because we're sitting on our hands talking about all this stuff. Well, they're actually fighting back.
1: Well, you I mean, know, what uh, to create mass movements? Yeah, but what do people do in this country? How, how how do you sort of get action to take place in this country mm. to make positive change? Because there's far too many people that. that the, the, the just the, the amount of game shows on TV now, and a lot of the old ones are being brought back just to keep people affixed to the TV screen twenty four seven.
2: It's it's bonkers. Yeah, it is the problem though because this whole post office thing has now come to the forefront because of a TV program. It's like why yeah. does it why does it have to take that? People yeah, have been but, shouting about it for years.
1: But in effect, what 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 will it do? It, it's it's got a big petition over a million, and it's it's created a public storm, but once the public this is my fear once the public storm dies down a bit and the focus yeah. hopefully you know goes off it hopefully not but i think it may um the the danger to me is that once the 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 public furore and the focus on it dies off then will it be watered down will it be just be given a, an inquiry will it be sort of swept aside that i hope not i really do i think this is as i said before this is the one issue as big as this is, with so many people's lives affected, I think this is the one issue.
0: Well, it should have shown what what the dirty underbelly of this country is really like. It should have shown. I it. mean, yeah, yeah it the actual petition awesome.
3: that Steve was on about then was about to remove the uh, CBE from the from that woman Reynolds. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah, that that's what the actual petition was about. Yeah. And that went to over a million. I signed that and I shared it. I got lots of lots. Oh, I shared it out a lot as well. People. Yeah, lots and lots of people signed it as well. When I went off, off, off my sharing, which is brilliant. Thank you. And that's to get rid of her CBE. Um, so, you know, as regards how are we going to. How, how did how did the Muslim community do it? Like they were marching for Palestine, they got a million people in there. Trev, what they don't do is all sign petitions
2: to do a tiny little thing that isn't really going to change anything. They actually like the Germans, the French, and the Dutch that are out causing people problems. So people yeah. have to act. Where we're yeah. sitting, oh, sign a petition. Oh, we might go to the government. They might talk about it, but then again, they might not.
0: No, I'll and even when they talk action. about
2: it, it just gets brushed under the like John says. There's some a mass movement like the Canadian truckers, the Dutch farmers come on, most people in this country were affected by them lockdowns, but everyone's just sitting on their hands, moaning the about government, and doing the nothing. The
0: government uses lawfare against people. The post office use used lawfare against them. You've got to use the same tools, right, to take the government to court, to individualize the people and say, right, we're taking out an action in your name. Go ahead, Steve.
1: Yeah, I just want to sort of stay with this, but I, I, I digress slightly here to make a point and the point is this i i think what what needs to take place now in in our country and in in western countries um in in terms of protecting justice is that people increasingly need to um in my view develop some courage because um i think as a as a country we we, we've lost that to a degree to quite a degree And um, I'm just going to mention a little something here, actually, which might make people think. uh, It may not, but I I found it quite interesting. And if you're going to make some real positive change, which involves having to take some decisive action and uh, stand up for something in terms of what is morally and ethically right... Um, I read this little fact the other day, and and it said um, that in the Bible, bear this in mind, it says the phrase, do not be afraid, appears in the Bible 365 times. The phrase, uh, sorry, the phrase, do not be afraid, appears 365 times in the Bible. So effectively you could get up every single day of the week of the of the year with that phrase in mind which is a biblical phrase and live your life with some kind of courage and do what's right for yourself your family your country and wider society with a little bit of courage
0: die on your feet rather than live on your knees that's right that's Where's right. that
3: come from, Steve? 365 times. Oh, it's
1: just, yeah, I, I read it the other day. I'm reading lots of sort of interesting things about the Bible at the moment. Um, and uh, Oh, he's a Bible puncher. I read a, No, I just came across this, this fact. Jesus that's is a, the that's way! A specific,
3: that's a specifically sort of um, direct... 365, the days in the year. That's a bit odd.
1: Uh, well, <laughs> it is. If you start looking at it, it's, a, it's another conversation perhaps for another day. There's lots of interesting... Uh, facts about the Bible. But this one uh, thing said uh, that the phrase, do not be afraid, appears in the Bible for 365 times. And I just thought, well, 365 days in a year, as you've just said, and I'm thinking that's a nice little message to give, give out to people, that every day you get up, you're actually living something from the Bible. And I just thought, well, bearing in mind that the biggest thing today we need as a society is people who are seeking to uh, follow some morals and ethics and do what's right is to do it by living with some courage Indeed. and i actually believe that i really okay. do
0: right okay well we're going to close off that subject and i don't know how much time we're going to have for, for these different things but we'll record it and if it goes out, it goes out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Right, we're going to move on. And I'm going to pick on this subject, which is Statsman's favorite subject. And Statsman? Yeah, it's not
2: really my favorite subject.
1: but um,
0: Well, you're going to give us the on, full then. picture with regards to carbon reduction. Well, I'll make it quick. I've just been
2: looking at some of the things that Trevor's council are up to. Now, I just found it a bit odd that they've refused proposals from a cancer charity for a small amount of flats. They give the normal reasons, parking and all that nonsense, but yet they're quite willing to throw up 154 houses, may I say, on Greenbelt land. Now, this is all from a council who say they're fighting a the climate crisis. Really? Are they really serious? Because I think it goes a bit deeper than that. So they actually claim the council that they've reduced carbon emissions over the last 10 years from 12,000 tonnes to 6,000. But I'm going to be honest, these figures are a little bit misleading. To build those 154 houses, it would take at least, because this is based off a two-bedroom house, these new environmentally friendly houses, it'd take at least 12,000 tonnes of carbon. So that's already wiped out the the 10-year reduction and adds the same again. But well, then there's around 1.4 tonnes of output for each house per year. So about, by about 2030, that's another 215 tonnes of carbon, which is wiping off a third of the yearly deduction, plus the carbon to build other proposed homes. So I'll go through some of them. So Story Homes have submitted plans to deliver 187. So that works out about 15,000 tonnes. Planning permission for 1,200 home scheme was granted last year following an appeal. This is what I
0: like about Stats. This is the man with all the figures. This is is the
2: clincher, because that now equates to around 100,000 tonnes of carbon for building their houses, plus the outputs, which is over 10,000 tonnes by 2030. So unless I'm mistaken, and Warrington Borough Council are free to come on and correct me if I've missed something here, the amount of carbon used to build these homes that I've just mentioned, and there's probably more, comes to 127,000 tonnes. So that, to me, is... 21 times their reduction over the 10 years in just a few years building the houses or 10 times the 2014 yearly figure. So fighting the climate crisis, really, as I say, unless I'm missing something here, then they are massively adding to it, but I'll wait to be corrected
3: again.
0: Go ahead, Trevor.
3: Right, let me feed you with this. The Warrington local plan, which Rusty Nail (laughs) has just put through before he... He evaporates,
0: and off he goes into the ether.
2: Do I need to do more sums here? With no you liability
0: to... for okay. 1.8 billion worth of debts, climbing to over two billion. Go ahead.
3: I am. I'm going to hit you with something you can work out here. Stats, and you can spend the oh weekend well. on it. Oh, thanks.
2: This I'd love nothing less.
3: The Warrington local <laughs> plan, which has literally been voted through, literally what a week ago, mm. aims to deliver. A minimum, minimum. Yeah. Get this 14,688 new houses in Warrington.
2: Okay, I'll work that out now. <laughs>
3: 14,688.
1: Well, they're blowing the climate change targets to smithereens, including in the same way they have done with their financial
0: accounting okay well let's stats give us the figures here that's I'm I'm not
2: I'm not quite ready
0: yet but um, All right, keep, keep like, talking for up. a second so what stats is on about there
3: the council nodding, dog, nodding dogs the bunch of labor <laughs> beep, oh, beep, beep, okay, okay. That, right. that, that dwarfs my figures wow. this is off. this is off this is off just off golden Road this the 154 hours is that stats was on about there so you multiply that by two cars. Now, anybody that knows Golden Road knows it's just a standard road with the two tracks going down it. So they're going to put another, what, 154 dwellings onto that, which is around about 300-plus minimum cars because they all seem to be quite um, quite big houses. So they all have sort of definitely a minimum two, maybe three cars, uh, which is just going to block up Winnick Lane, <laughs> Winnick Road, all around the Swan, which is already absolutely congested. And they're also on Golden Colliery, the old Golden Colliery. They've just put new roads all the way through that. And they're not putting roads in there if they're not putting houses on them. Okay, I've got a figure.
0: Let's go. (laughs) Go, stats, go. Go. We love you, stats. We love you.
2: I think it's 1,175,040 tons. So that really does eclipse the 760 every year that they're saving, doesn't it? (laughs) Oh, dear. 14,000. Well, oh, yeah, what network. a way, what a way, way to, save hey, what to save the climate. What a way to save the climate. What a way to save the climate by bumping way more carbon into than you're actually owning up to. Yeah, well yeah, done. Go. Come on. These people oh. aren't serious about this, are they? No. Who are they lying to? Because that. I don't believe them. Are they lying to themselves? I think well, so. Well, they're lying to but all anyway. the rest of us. Well, I will wait for them to come on in case I've got something wrong there and maybe they're offsetting it by pl- planting the gazillion trees. I don't know.
0: No, we got faith in your figures, Stats. we well, got faith they are in gonna, you. If they are going to offset it, I I'm just going to um, ask you a general yeah. question. Go on. Is Steve fat? Do you need to work it out? Do I even need to do a sum for that? <laughs> is
2: the gazelle fat? <laughs> do I have to work but, that out? Hang on, Steve, breathe in. No, he's fine. Excuse me, poor fucking. Am I fat? I want to. I admit there? it. I'm no
1: comments. <laughs> excuse oh, I, me, we've come on well, here. We get all this. Trevor, speak up for yourself, man. Why like Why not I just
0: take away
3: this fatism? Uh, I've got hot, <laughs> off yes, fat hot off
0: the press.
1: Yeah, fatso. Yeah, shut up, fatzo.
3: Hot off the press tonight. And again, anybody who knows the area. Knows that the Ryland's club, it's always been renowned for its rugby and its football and all that lot. Now, that's to be moved because guess who's just bought it? Wait, Rodgers. The council. Barrett's hat. Well, Barrett's. So you know what Barrett's are, don't you? Oh, Do I need to do more sums? (laughs) <laughs> well, oh God, this is never going to end I've not got the figure, but Barrett's have just bought the house We you know you've not got the figure, Trevor no, And <laughs> oh, you, you were telling him to stand up for himself You you fat and old man You, again. I'm telling you I just ignored it, hey, I, I couldn't care less <laughs> I am Oh, I do, I care I I, I, I... I I, don't, because lots of people want my figure I'll have oh. you know
1: well, if, I Including all your exes
3: XXX all my XXXs, that and funny, yeah, there's a lot of housewives out there that drool over me. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> I can, you I show can them imagine. I at you?
3: No, no, they drool over me. Go away. They could be spitting you what, at and you, I'm,
0: and it's just your interpretation <laughs> yeah. of these things. Go away. I'm
3: not about my hose, my machine. I mean, I, and I, I leave all my ladies satisfied. Do you ever remember Spit the Dog? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Bob Cargys. Bob Carole-G's, Yeah, know. yeah.
1: you know oh, where Bob the is now?
3: Do you know where he is? is it now you brought that up. Give me age, you? Do yeah. you know where he is? No. Nope. Yeah, yeah. If, if go you on. go up to Frodsham, if you go up to Lady Hayes at Frodsham, have you I, heard of Lady I Hayes? I've
2: stayed there a few times, yeah.
3: Yeah, well, Lady Hayes at Frodsham, he's got a candle shop in there, the Yankee uh, candle shop. Oh, oh wow. Wow. yeah. And I go in there and I said, hey up, oh, how was uh, Spit? Anyway. he uh, he stuffed him. No, he went like that. And he pointed, and there's an A4 sheet at the side with all the questions that they ask him. And number one is, hey, Bob, where's Spit? And he says, Spit is now retired. Are you still on the TV? No, I'm here selling candles.
0: And he's got, he's got, his, A4,
3: he's got his A4 sheet written out with all the questions. Brilliant. And yeah, he's like lady,
0: yeah, He has a candle shop there. I like that. I, think that. I think that's good. I think that's good. All right, well, we've come to that point within the show. Okay, Fatso, you can go first. (laughs) They both look up. Not a bit down.
2: (laughs) Oh, he's frozen again. They're both (laughs) looking.
1: He's
0: frozen. Oh, Oh, is he he muted?
2: Is he muted himself? I've not muted anybody. Oh, this is brilliant. So we finish the show off without one? Go
0: ahead. You can mute whatever you want. Oh,
3: my God. Have they all gone? He's gone back in time. Since he rebooted, he's gone into a uh, cinemascope. Have you noticed that's, his thing? That's oh, right, that. yeah. Hang anyway, on, the landlord's right. back. Quiet. Yeah, I'll mean. tell you what, I'll tell what, you what. It. Everybody that's behaved, the it. landlord's back. So, <laughs> Trevor,
1: <laughs> fire away, Trevor, you go first, as I'm the new host for right, the end well, of the show. I'll tell you what, You go, start, go first, Trevor. Shut up,
3: Pat. I started so. off the 2024 uh, uh, year, uh, very well, because I went to a fancy dress party last Saturday. Okay. Yeah, I went as a Warburton's Loaf. I tell you what, lads. By the end of the night, the birds were all over me. <laughs> Very
0: good. Very good.
3: All right, Just Fatso. You next. Finished was Mister Tickle wanted to marry the girl of his dreams? However,
0: Tess was reluctant to take his surname. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go on, Fatso. You next. <laughs>
1: Well, all I'm going to do is I'm just going to give a massive acknowledgement uh, to the people who suffered in this um, post office appalling scandal (laughs) and national national shame. I think it's appalling. And uh, I'm going to first of all say I wish them all well. I hope they're all okay. And uh, I hope more than anything else, real, real justice comes their way and real accountability, and subsequently that people are properly held to account in the fullest manner. Indeed. So I, I, my acknowledgement <clears throat> this week is to them because, I, as I said before, I reiterate, what happened to those people should be the turning point for this country in terms of proper accountability.
0: And go liability. With, go ahead, Stats. Well, double quote and shout
2: out. It's got to be shout out to Joey Barton, who's gone nuclear on the wokeists. Yep. He was only pointing out that some of these female commentators aren't very good, but he's been attacked for the usual slurs, but he's come back. So I'm going to do a little quote by him. I know we'll push the time, so I'll shorn it down a bit. It says, I have a great-grandfather who was gassed in the First World War he received a military medal for bravery later in the war. It gives his name, et cetera. I have a duty to him and the hundreds of thousands of men like him those who gave their lives so you could have yours, I won't stand by idly and let you tear down this great country. It's not perfect, but it's definitely better than most places on this earth. Indeed, I fully believe because I had a great grandfather who was in the probably in the same place as is at the same time, and I'm not going to let him down either, sir. So. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I yeah. I had a grandfather that was in Dunkirk, yeah. so I know. All right, okay. Well, I've got to shout down, and that's to. Everybody in the legal profession that actually protected and helped the post office. And also were aiding and abetting what's gone on today. I want all of those people, all of those companies named. Because they are also liable. You know, there comes a point where you look at something and you know something's wrong and you just go, nah. Just like that grand jury in Houston, who decided, nah, that guy did what was right. So to all those solicitors that's been making so much money out of what's gone on, $100 I think, is what the post office paid. I say, this is a shout down against you. And I hope that it's on your conscience for the rest of your lives for what happened to those poor people. Anyway, there you go. So, all right, okay, we're moving on. And this is it. It's the big goodbye. All right, Stevie. He right. Come He's on, got Fatso. You right, did get it right. You did? Do you want to say goodnight, Fatso? Come on.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not saying goodnight. I want to say goodbye and I'm going to invite the world and his wife and every decent person to defend freedom, truth, and justice. Goodbye. Yeah.
0: Okay, there you go. Okay, Fatso, too. Go ahead. Yes, I'm just
3: going to say, uh, bring it back into 2024.
0: <laughs> Didn't quite catch
1: all of that.
0: Do it, it again, went, do it again. Do it again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not even coming out. sounds like it's must out. just not right, pick up those uh, high-pitched over... All right, well, we're going to go over to Skinny well, Mini Stats. I the landlord's
2: frozen, so I'll say goodbye to... Oh, is he
3: again? Frozen that again. That way, yeah.
2: I
1: Man, know, I'll just so out
0: there. I just yeah. enjoy it while it's happening. <laughs> Right, and for Fatso three, this is great because I've still got some music left, and I'm just going to say, thank God that is all over. And I've only got some music left because Fatso one, you know, didn't go on and on and on and on and on.
1: Which who are you talking about now?
0: I'm talking about you, Fatso one.
1: Ah, listen to this. This is what we have to put up with.
0: I tell you what, I can't, I can't wait for
3: the day when I call out when Labour have voted out of Warrington and I say, thank God, that's all over. Uh, you
0: wishful thinking. It'd be thanking. nice, wouldn't it? It, would be, it? would be nice. Oh, and yeah. Just, uh, you know, it's just like, you know, it's nice as like sort of banana and custard, really. Uh, you know, you ever get that yeah, feeling? Banana you, and custard, what's that about? That's, oh, it's gorgeous, banana and yeah. custard.
3: Oh, you have some weird stuff. I'm
0: telling you. Yeah, and I think it'd just be like a good one. You were going to say something completely and utterly (laughs) rude, weren't you, sir?